It is Crown Corner, a special bonus interview uh, as this comes out on a Wednesday and we had a chance to talk to somebody who I feel like is in the running for uh, the popularity contest if there was one among Charlotte FC players, Ben Bender. He joins us on Crown Corner. Ben, hope uh, everything's going well with you and I hope you've been enjoying the season so far. Yeah, it's going uh, really well. Uh, I've enjoyed enjoyed preseason and the start of the season and uh, yeah, looking forward uh, to the future. You were able to crack yourself into uh, basically getting yourself in the last couple of weeks here with uh, not only the minutes against Orlando, but also making an impact against New York Red Bulls. What's it been like to start this season for you? What challenges have you seen and and what uh, have you seen that's been positive? Yeah, it's been really competitive. A lot of experienced players um, from overseas. It's been really good to learn from them, pick up little details in training. Um, and yeah, the past couple games I've, I've gotten in and that's been, that's been, uh, pretty good. Um, getting, getting time, um, is, is always a, a good thing and, and you want to play as many minutes as you can, um, with, with how competitive, uh, the team is. I know that the comp- the competition is something that you're used to. You saw a lot of minutes early last year and even throughout the season were called upon to, to make some big moments happen. Uh, as you've started this season, what would you attribute kind of just the way that things have gone for you, the fact that it hasn't necessarily come right away? What have you been looking for to try and change in your game so that you can get noticed more often? Um, I think one of my strengths is in the final third, um, making dynamic runs, stretching the back line. And with the way we play, um, it's very, very tight in the build-up phase. So that's that's pr- probably one of the reasons I haven't played as much and because of all the experienced guys, um, being technical in, in tight spaces, knowing what to do in those tight spaces, knowing when to go forward. Um, those are the things that I'm working on now and – and I think that I'm improving on them. Um, it, it, it takes a lot of work and, and a lot of thought, um, you know, knowing what you're going to do with the ball before you get it. But those are the, the things that I'm working on in training uh, to try and uh, do my best on the field. I remember the first time you and I talked was the day you drafted. And I, I remember listening to just how technical you were when it came to the game and, and how much you were an, uh, an absorber of, of the technical aspects of the game. How much have you been able to get your knowledge increased uh, in the time since you were drafted to now being a professional, being around guys who have been able to look at your game and, and tell you exactly what you need to make happen? Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of knowledge um, from a year ago um, because I came from college and things are everyone knows things are different from college to the MLS and just seeing different tactics implemented by coaches um, and learning new styles of, of how to play football, um, all of it. So all of that stuff I've, I've tried to take in. And, and I think that I'm still learning, still learning um, how to play the style that we want to play. And, and yeah, hopefully I can, I can implement that um, in my game. What's the biggest thing that, 
you didn't know before or didn't necessarily get exposed to before that you are now uh, that you know now or at least that you've now kind of been exposed to a little bit um probably growing up and in college like it is so crucial not to get the ball stripped off you like a lot of times last year like i i would lose the ball in midfield and if you maybe not a lot i don't want to say that but mm-hmm. but um but if you do lose the ball then you're going to get punished for it and so doing everything you can to keep the possession and knowing when to shield it or just playing a simple pass like if there's a ball like this past game like playing against a team like Red Bulls second balls are so crucial like mm-hmm. if you lose those balls then you're going to get punished because teams are really good on the counterattack and so i think growing up and in college i wasn't super keen on making sure that i kept kept those balls and played a simple pass and then um, our team would be able to keep possession so that's that's a a really big piece of the professional game um, that I think a lot of people don't realize. <clears throat> how, how surprising was the physicality of this league and how more prepared are you for that in your second season? Um, Strength-wise and the amount of physical, like the, the center backs, I'd say, they're, they're so much stronger than they were in college. But the fitness side, I'd say... I was pretty prepared for. Um, and then I think what separates the top players, um, you know, is the speed in the final third and the execution. And I think this year I spent a lot of time um, in the in the gym for like four days a week trying to get bigger and stronger and faster. Um, and I think I'm definitely – I was definitely more prepared. Um, uh-huh. I'm glad you said it because when I first looked at you in the preseason, it looked like a lot of upper body work had been done and and you would change that. I I think about the play where, unfortunately, where where Nathan got bodied by uh, Elias Manuel. I'm not saying that's something you necessarily want to emulate, but that that's the kind of thing that that gets let go in this league. And I'm just saying maybe that's something where you look at that and you say, hey, not just to necessarily be withstanding to that pressure, but yourself to be the aggressor because it's like I, I don't know if we always see aggression like that always rewarded in the way that it might have been, say, last weekend against New York. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, I, I want to try and be the aggressor. Um, that's that's the way we want to play. Um, and so that's that's why I put the work in and still still putting the work in. Uh, we were able to get the news down uh, that Brant Bronico is going to miss the upcoming game for uh, Charlotte FC with their one-match suspension. Uh, obviously, that creates a bit of a vacancy in the midfield. Uh, we know Ashley Westwood still also trying to make his way back, so maybe Nuno Santos gets another start there at that position. Uh, how much have you, uh, I guess, taken it upon yourself to try and make a bid because anytime uh, a vacancy comes, it's always a next man up mentality. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've been super important for us this season. Brand Ashley, I think they've done a great job and, you know, every week um, if I'm not playing or starting, I think I'm, I'm giving a hundred percent to try and 
you know, if I'm not going to play, then push them um, to get better. So I think it's it's been pretty much the same because I always I always want to get in that role um, and score goals, get assists, um, be dangerous, and and yeah, hopefully get on the field. I remember your first MLS goal, uh, not just for the call, because I know you and I have talked about the call and the movie quote that came alongside of it, but uh, in terms of, of how much that celebration meant to you, the kicking down of the corner flag, and we saw it on a couple of other occasions as well, uh, what was the origin of wanting to do that in your time, and, and I guess how did that come to be? Um, so my first goal in my sophomore season uh, at University of Maryland it was just an instinct um, so I just I just ran over and hit the corner flag and I was like all right I'm gonna do this every goal now and then it was one of my older teammates Mike Heitzman who, who played at Maryland um, during his fifth year he actually told me to keep doing it so I told him I was gonna do it um, once I scored so yeah, that meant a lot, and, and uh, maybe maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> Have you ever gotten like flack from a linesman because of you doing that, or is that just kind of something that comes with the territory? No, I, no flack. Um, I I was wondering if I was going to get fined because I I broke it, but um, <laughs> someone actually gave me the corner flag, and I was wearing blue cleats last year um during the red bulls game and when i kicked it um they had to replace the flag and they gave it to me and there was like oh, a, blue, a blue mark on the uh the hole so i didn't even know that that's great so, so I, that was that was your third goal of the year because you scored against seattle and you scored against uh against yeah. new england so it was that that third goal wow that's hilarious did you know did, did did that maybe uh maybe make you a little more reticent of doing that or are you you're going to still do it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I might switch it up. Maybe you could take the flag. Maybe, maybe if you want to take the flag up and bring it on the, the throne and wave it. <laughs> yeah, that's an option. <laughs> with it. <laughs> uh, I have to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, the hair. Uh, obviously, when it comes down to it, uh, when I saw you right before the end of the preseason, you said you didn't know when you were going to cut it. And uh, yeah, here, here, we, here we are, and uh, and your hair is shorter than mine, which is probably the first time I've been able to say that uh, since the time you started playing here. Uh, what what prompted the change? And uh, first, and uh, I guess second off, uh, how does it feel? It feels great, actually. Um, the change because it was just getting to be too much. It, mm -hmm. it took so long to dry after showers. I had to do a middle part because it was getting so long. My hairband fell off um, in the Orlando game, and whenever I checked my shoulders, um, my hair was getting in my eyes. So, oh gosh, I, I feel a lot lighter, um, and I can see a lot better. So that was that was the main part. The change. Is it true that Enzo uh, Enzo was the one who who kind of pressured you a little bit to say, "Hey, you know, let let's go, Ben, let's go." Yeah, the day after the day after the <laughs> Orlando game when it fell off, he was he said, uh, "Corta, corta tu pelo." <laughs> so so, so well, now now we got to get him to get Brant to cut his. No, 
I like it. A lot of people <laughs> give him um, some shade for that, but I mean, I I think he he's got good style with the mullet. <laughs> how has the fishing gone? I know that the uh, the weather's been kind of up and down here lately, but uh, how ha- how fruitful have the fishing trips been lately? I haven't been able to go actually. It's uh, I've been wanting to go so badly, but. Um, weather soccer i mean soccer keeps you yeah. busy i'm not trying to, i'm not trying to get you uh i'm not trying to get you in trouble doing stuff out of school but you know it is i've what been it is. dreaming of, of going fishing but just hasn't hasn't happened yet but what's when the, the time comes i'll let you know what's the biggest thing that you've caught i caught a four foot brown dusky shark when i was like 10 oh wow it was, it was off the coast of an island um just just south of Ocean City, Maryland. Oh wow! So yeah, it was it's pretty cool. What's the biggest thing you've caught since you've been down here, or is it just not 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 as fruitful being down here because we're not as close to the coast? I caught a pretty big smallmouth bass. Ooh! Um, on the French Broad River. That's it was not like bad. Two pounds, decent That's for good. a smallmouth, but nothing like up north in like Lake Erie or or those. Oh yeah, bigger lakes. Now, now you, you you catch and release, or are you able to keep, or is it kind of one of those things? They call it fillet and release. Ah, <laughs> oh. so I, uh, yeah, I I fillet it and then put it in a bag and take it home and eat it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I I remember the uh, the the Florida uh, grocery thing for you in terms of the, uh, the cooking in terms of that, are you the best cook on the team or, or is there a, uh, is there, is there a competition between you and Jalen or? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that Jalen. I don't know. I I'd say some of Jalen's meals look pretty spectacular. Like he, <laughs> he gets those steaks, perfect, medium, rare, perfect char. He's got an air fryer that gets his stuff super crispy. So I don't know. Maybe we should have a cook-off. But if 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 you're going into a cook-off with Jalen, what are you making? That's a great question. Um, it's hard because I have a couple recipes that are pretty simple, but I think I hit the nail on the head. Like I I do everything pretty good. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe like a penne vodka pasta ooh, ooh. so something like that with, with I, chicken i do love penne vodka yeah i make a pretty good penne vodka you got to hit that with the right with the right cheese i mean that's yeah. that's fantastic now now see now you're getting me i just lost 55 pounds and i want freaking penne vodka right now so i'm <laughs> i am there i'm i'm there for the ben bender penne vodka all right, I'll make it for you sometime. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, I'll get you one. I'll get you out of here with one on soccer. Obviously, you guys are playing uh, Toronto this week. It's uh, a yeah. matchup that obviously you know they they've got a lot of star power. Bernadeski is great. Uh, I know we haven't seen Insigne uh, because of the injury, but uh, they still have a lot of firepower. What what is the key to uh, getting off the schneid against them? I know that uh, you were zero and two against them a year ago. Yeah. Um, we know they're good in the counterattack. Like you said, Bernadeschi is, is quality, but I don't, I don't think he likes to defend. And also we, we need to stay high, um, you know, on their, on their midfielders because we, we don't want them to, to switch the play. Um, 
and yeah, just just to be hungry to score goals um, because that was something that we really struggled with um, away last season. So yeah, just to be to be hungry to get in the box to to you know be creative in the final third and and to ultimately um, finish the chances we get. I asked this of DJ earlier in the week, and I, and I found that interesting because. Christian's talked a lot about, you know, sometimes maybe that the pressure to play at home almost can be a bit detrimental. It seemed like you guys kind of found something with the way that you played in that first half against Orlando. Does it seem like maybe playing away from home maybe takes a little bit of the pressure off a little bit? Yeah, I think for some reason it did feel like Orlando had more pressure Um I don't know if it's that if it was because they beat us twice um, okay. last year, but I thought we came out um, against Orlando and were the better side. And the first half we were we were all over them. So I think we can do the same in Toronto. Um, it's just a matter of um, putting in um, to action what we've been training. Well, I wish you the best of luck rest of this week and the year, and uh, maybe we'll see you out there on Saturday. And uh, corner flags beware, as it were. And uh, always love talking to you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.